0: Feel sad?
1: Why, yes, now and then, but I don't permit such moods. You see, I have the conviction that there is nothing beautiful or right about sorrow, never under any circumstances.
0: You mean you wouldn't mourn even if someone you loved were to die?
1: I mean that I did not. Yes, exactly. My father—he had been my life's companion—and they brought him home drowned and yet I did not mourn. Oshanna. I had trained myself for just that. We had made ourselves what you might call soul exercises, little ceremonies to remind ourselves of things we wished to hold by. The sunrise dance was one of those. And then, on the last day of each month at sunset, we would sit and watch the shadows fade and contemplate death.
2: She pauses, gravely
1: we would say to ourselves that we too were shadows, rainbows in the sea-mist, that we held our life as a gift, we carried it in our hands, ready to give it up when we heard the call.
2: A pause. Henry opens door center and enters, sees Oceana and halts. Oh! Turns and sees him.
1: Why, here's a man!
2: They gaze at each other, transfixed.
1: Ethel,
0: who is he? Why, this is Henry, Letitia's husband.
1: Oh, Letitia's husband!
2: With a sudden, frank gesture, putting out her hand.
1: Henry, Oceana.
2: As their hands meet, they stand, looking into each other's faces, gripping his hand tightly.
1: You are strong.
2: Looks at his hand.
1: And you do not smoke either. Let me see your eyes
2: my eyes
1: your eyes
2: turns him toward the light studies his eyes
1: they dosed you with quinine malaria i suppose
3: why yes but how can you tell
1: i can tell many things let me see your tongue
3: my tongue
1: your tongue
3: but what for
1: i can tell more about a man by looking at his tongue for a minute than by listening to it for a week
3: but oceana
1: i am in earnest
3: <laughs> why really
1: are you afraid
2: good heavens no
1: put it out
2: he puts his tongue out and she examines it
1: so a man with a red tongue and in a civilized city oughtn't it to be red and he doesn't know what it ought to be how delicious
2: she steps back from him
1: and so you are letitia's husband tell me are you happy with her
2: startled stares at her intently
1: no
3: no you ought not to ask me that why not because you know
1: yes that's true
3: a pause she changes the subject
1: i have heard my father speak of you often
3: he remembered me did he i was only twenty when he went away
1: he said that he taught you to play single-stick
3: ah yes to be sure
1: he taught me also you It was our favorite game.
3: It's a rather rough game for a woman.
1: I love it. We'll have a bout.
3: Uh, I'm afraid. I I don't think I could. Why not? (laughs) I should find it a psychical impossibility to hit a woman.
1: You might find it a physical impossibility in this case.
3: With sudden excitement.
1: Why, my trunks have come. We could have a go before dinner. Couldn't we, Freddy?
4: I suppose so.
1: Oh, it's just what I'm pining for. To get my blood stirring again. And you, too. Surely you must be chafing out of patience.
2: She stops abruptly. Oh! Mrs. Masterson enters left.
3: Henry! Yes? When did you get here? Oh, just a minute ago.
1: You've met Anna, I see. Yes, Aunt Sophronia. We're getting along famously. Letitia's looking for you, Henry. Oh, Where is she? She went home to find you.
3: Hmm. I came here for her. She
1: wants you at once.
3: All right. Good-bye,
2: Oceana.
1: Until later.
2: Exit with Mrs. Masterson.
1: So, that is Henry. Tell me, Ethel, have they any children? Yeah, two. How long have they been married? Six years. Six years? And is he really happy?
0: Why, you know Letitia.
1: Yes, but I don't know Henry.
0: <laughs> I guess he's so-so, like most of us
2: half to herself
1: i'll find out for myself
2: phone rings freddie rises
1: what's that it's the phone
2: rises
1: i hadn't noticed it before how interesting that's so you've never saw one
4: at phone hello yes this is mrs masterson's this is her son can't i take the message oh from miss pilkington oh why that's too bad why, no, of course not. Tell Miss Pilkington we're as sorry as can be. No, I'll attend to it. Good-bye. Turns. Miss Pilkington can't come. What? She slipped in the snow and hurt her ankle.
1: Oh, Freddy. What a shame.
4: They stare at one another.
0: Was that she at the phone?
4: No, her maid. She's laid up.
0: What in the world will we do?
4: It's too late to notify people.
1: How perfectly beastly.
4: I'll go tell Mother.
1: No, wait! What is it? I've an idea. What? Why not let me take her place? How do you mean? Let me dance. Oh! Why not? I'd love to do it.
0: Oceana? You'd do the sunrise dance?
1: Yes, and then if they liked it, I could do some others.
0: Oh, Oceana, how perfectly lovely! But... but I wonder if it would be all right. I mean, it wouldn't shock them?
1: Why should it, my dear? Is it what they'd call proper? Why, of course, Ethel. How ridiculous. It isn't a sex dance. It's religious.
4: And the costume?
1: Oh, the costume is beautiful. Then I'll ask Mother.
2: She starts to go.
1: Wait. Will Henry be there? Of course. Are you sure? Of course. Eagerly. Why ask your mother at all? Why not just go ahead and do it? Oh, she Anna! Why not? She'd only worry meantime. So let's just wait, and I'll go ahead. Oh, you would dare? Why, of course. She needn't know until almost time. Is this Miss Pilkington known here? No, she's never been in Boston before.
4: Mother met her in London. She promised she'd do her famous biblical dances for Mother's pet foundling asylum.
1: Well, don't you see? Most of the people wouldn't know until it was all over and oh ethel it would be such a lark
4: ethel
2: and harry gaze at each other dubiously
1: who was going to play for miss pilkington i was well then you can play for me you see ethel i'm afraid to tell your mother she mightn't be willing she wants to suppress me and oh i just can't be suppressed i must have something to do or i'll jump out of my skin ethel Truly, my dear, if this goes on much longer, I'll go out and climb the telegraph pole in front of the house. And if I can only make an impression with my dancing, then I may choose that for my career. I've been thinking of it seriously. It's one way that people might let me preach joy and health to them. If I can't do that, I'll go off and turn into a suffragette, or join the anarchists, or something worse. Freddie, Freddy, what do you say?
4: I'll stand my share of the racket
1: oh come on i'm just wild for some kind of mischief i could dance like the grandmother of all the witches come let's practice some play for me ethel play
2: pushes her toward the piano raises her hands in triumph whispers henry curtain end of act two